Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Just like you, I'm an independent retail business owner. I love the home decor and gift boutique I co-own with my sister, but I don't want it to consume me or my life. Join me each week as I share lessons learned, helpful tips, and valuable information for your retail business and life. Whether you're buying your products or making your products, whether you're a 25K business or a $2.5 million business, I'm on a mission to help indie retailers work less, profit more, and grow. Let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to episode 192 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. Conduct your own retail store website homepage audit. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. That title was long, wasn't it? (laughs) So I want to celebrate for one moment because sometimes I feel like we do all the things. We take a ton of action. We tackle long to-do lists. We set goals, sometimes hit them, and we never pause to really celebrate or pat ourselves on the back. So I have the rest of this year all mapped out for podcast episodes. That means numbers are assigned, topics are assigned, many of them are scripted, and some are recorded. So I want to give myself a high five because this is a big deal. It has taken me a long time to get here with pre-planning content, but it feels great. Or should I say, and it feels great. Now I just want to keep that momentum going. If you ever wonder if I run out of podcast episode ideas, I sure don't. I currently have over 150 episode ideas in queue. It's so crazy. The ideas are endless. It never stops. That's how I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So on to this episode. My intention for this episode is to give you some food for thought when it comes to the homepage of your website. I can't remember what I was researching because I spend a lot of time researching between podcast episodes, providing lessons and content in Master Shopkeepers, creating resources. There's a lot of time invested in research, but I recently came across an interesting Forbes article titled Small Business Statistics for 2023. We will be sure to link this article in the show notes. It's an interesting read for sure. For instance, number 16 on the list says the average salary of a small business owner is just 3% above the annual mean wage in the U.S., This was at $60,000. It's the average salary of a small business owner. It was like little tidbits like this that I found interesting. At number 22, it says over three quarters of shoppers visit a business's website before their physical location. Over three quarters. That one kind of surprised me. This goes on to say, just because a business operates in person doesn't mean brick and mortars don't need a website. In fact, 76% of online shoppers reportedly check a business's website before visiting their physical store or location. As surprising as this may initially be, the reality is that the web has become consumers' first stop. And this is good news for brick and mortar businesses because it means that you don't have to depend solely on foot traffic or word of mouth to get customers or clients through your doors. So that was all from the article. And it got me thinking. Plus, I do a lot of uh, I do a lot of posting in master shopkeepers to get members in there also thinking. And I recently did a series 
of posts in there asking them about the homepage of their website. So it seemed appropriate that I could do a podcast episode on this subject. So here's a list of things to consider on the homepage of your website. This is a combination of things that are important, maybe mixed in with a couple of my own pet peeves. (laughs) I visit a lot of retail store websites for a variety of reasons. And as a consumer slash visitor, because I also shop small a lot, it sometimes drives me crazy when I have to go on the hunt for a bit of information that could easily be displayed on a homepage. And trust me, I'm not lazy, but sometimes I just want it to be easy and convenient. So here we go. First thing that I want to ask you about your homepage. Do you have pictures of your storefront and or interior pictures on your homepage? For most brick and mortar stores, the majority of your traffic and sales will come from your physical space. So why not share a picture of your storefront so potential customers know what to look for when they arrive, when they pull up, when they park? And the other thing too is so many of you have incredible interior spaces in your stores. The energy, the vibe, the decor, it's all warm and welcoming. I want you to share that on your homepage or maybe even a video of a walkthrough of your store. Next one, do you have social media icons or links on the homepage of your website? If so, where are they? Are they in your header? Are they in your footer? For me, I don't think it really matters where they are on the homepage. I just want to see those icons because I want to be able to follow you. And I imagine a lot of the people who visit your website also want to be able to follow you on their favorite social media platform. Luckily, there are so many website platforms that already offer this little feature to add to your homepage. So you just want to make sure that your links are updated, especially if you've changed your username. You want to make sure that those links are current and that you turn this feature on in your website settings. Personally, my happy place is Instagram. And if I visit a small business's website and immediately connect with that small business through their website, or if I find it's a brand that offers a lot of inspiration and I want to follow them, I will give them a follow on Instagram just by clicking that little icon, the Instagram icon on their homepage. Next question, What's above the fold on your website? And above the fold means what is positioned in the upper section of a web page and visible without scrolling down the page. And what you'll want to do is you'll want to check what's quote unquote above the fold on both mobile phone and desktop and maybe even a tablet because it's going to be a little bit different on all of those devices. Whatever you put above the fold should immediately convey who or what your store is all about. So something to consider is what image do you have or copy in terms of writing or maybe a video that you can display above the fold that would immediately tell a website visitor that they'll want to shop at your store. This episode is brought to you by my free resource, Open a brick and mortar retail store checklist. If you're feeling overwhelmed, I get it. Get my checklist to help you get your thoughts and to-dos organized. Organized by topic, this checklist is the list I wish someone would have given me many years ago when I opened. 
Visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash open checklist, all one word, SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash open checklist. Sign up for my newsletter to get the checklist. Next question. Does your homepage provide a way to contact you and or the store, I should say? This one can be annoying because we often feel like most people don't read and they'll contact you with a question that has already been answered on your site. However, keep customer service in mind. So either have a contact link, a form to contact you, or an easy way where people can reach out so that they can ask you questions, even a phone number. Next question, can visitors quickly learn about you and your store's background story, or history? If so, how? How do they find out about this? Yes, I think the traditional way on websites is to have a link that sends someone to an about page. But I think on the homepage, you could even have a little small section that links to that about page that kind of quickly tells them maybe about the mission of your store, the vision, the passion behind it, the story behind it, and then lead them to the about page so it gives more information. I just want to remind you that people buy from people. And I think sometimes retail store owners get stuck in their products or their services. But remember, they want to learn about you. They want to know, they want to have that connection with you to support your small business. Next thing to consider is a map of your location and or your store address on your homepage. This one can be incredibly helpful for someone who has never visited your store before or they're new to the area. Maybe they're a tourist. Maybe they just happen to be staying in town for business. Uh, Maybe they just moved to the neighborhood. I think having a map and or at the minimum your store address on the homepage is incredibly important. I often visit businesses' websites and I'm just looking for the address so that I can plug it into my map and it's not there. I have to dig for it. So is that on your homepage? Next, are your store hours visible and clear on your homepage? I'll admit, this is probably the big one that's a personal pet peeve for me. As a consumer, please help me know immediately when I can shop with you. I don't want to have to guess. I don't want to have to go to your Facebook page. I don't want to have to click four times to find it. I simply want to go and shop at your store. Tell me when you're open so that I don't go there when it's closed. This is definitely one that I believe for brick and mortar stores should be quick and easy to find on the homepage. Last, maybe, let me see here. Last one. Do you have testimonials and a way to leave a review for your store on your homepage? And I should say last but not least, we all know the power of reviews, whether you're sharing a customer's words because they've left you a review somewhere. And oftentimes I would recommend getting their permission before you share, especially if you're sharing their full name. Are you sharing their words on your website on the homepage or Do you have a link on your homepage to leave a review for you? This one can be helpful, but also valuable. I think it's incredibly helpful for people visiting your website to see the testimonials from other or current customers that visit your store regularly. I also think it's valuable for you to provide a link so that people can easily leave a review for you. They're just really important in 2023. 
So as I walk through this list of questions, hopefully you said yes to each of these, but if you didn't, go ahead and determine if anything that was missing is something you want to add. Maybe there's a reason why you chose not to do something. But if it's just a matter of, I didn't realize it wasn't on my homepage, go ahead and add it to your to-do list so that you can add it to your website or you can contact your website designer or your team member who manages that for you. It's easy to look overlook some of these. I think what happens as business owners is we, we spend a lot of time either working on our website or looking at our websites that we miss the obvious. The other thing I want to mention too is, A lot of times if you're outsourcing the web design, web designers don't always have a ton of experience with brick and mortar store owners, and they don't realize how valuable some of these things that I listed today are important to the customer that's going to visit your store or the customer that wants to learn more about you. I think sometimes web designers have like a checklist of some of the basics, but brick and mortar store owners have specific needs. And that's why I wanted to share this checklist with you today. Now, I can't say for sure that 76% of people actually go to your website before visiting your store, but I am confident that many people do, which leads me to another interesting stat that was shared in the same Forbes article. And it said nearly one out of three businesses still don't have a website. If this is you and you have a brick and mortar store, I can honestly say that e-commerce is a big undertaking, and it may not be for all store owners. However, I do believe a simple website, even if it's a, a single landing page, so that you can share about your business is extremely valuable and worth the time and effort. So I just wanna say that one more time if you're multitasking. I don't think e-commerce is a good fit for every store owner. But I do think having a simple website for brick and mortar businesses is important and it is worth the time and effort in that simple one page, three page website. It could be five pages. I would say anywhere between one and five pages. And often it isn't expensive to set up, especially if you use the website platform that comes with your point of sale system. So in case you're wondering about that, like it could be it could be a website that you set up through Square if you have Square point of sale or Shopify if you have Shopify point of sale. I'm just stressing that because I think sometimes people think that I want everyone to have an e-commerce store and that's not the case. But I do think it's important to have a website. So in short, audit the homepage of the website for your brick and mortar store using the information I suggested, be as helpful as possible to the people who visit it. And if you don't have a website, consider setting one up. That would be the TLDR. Too long, didn't read. (laughs) If you found this podcast episode helpful, please share it with a, a retail business friend or leave me a rating and a review on Apple Podcast. I genuinely appreciate it. If you wanna see the show notes to this episode, or find links to anything I mentioned, you can visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 192. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 192. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.